the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Germany, France, and Britain are calling for an urgent meeting of parties to the Iran nuclear deal to discuss Tehran's compliance or lack thereof with the landmark 2015 accord. Attorney General Barr says the Trump administration is pursuing its quest to return a citizenship question to the U.S. Census. We've been considering all the options, and I've been in constant uh, discussions with the president ever since the Supreme Court decision came down. Barr says we'll soon see what approach the administration is taking. The attorney general's words, I think it does provide a pathway for getting the question on the census. Congressional Democrats oppose returning the citizenship question to the census in 2020. Stocks are in the red on Wall Street this hour. The Dow down about 123 points. The S&P is off nine. The Nasdaq, 11 points lower. This is SRN News. This month, we spotlight social wellness, an often overlooked aspect of emotional and mental health. Simply put, it's the giving and receiving of social support. This is crucial during times of crisis. However, it is also very important to continuously create and maintain these relationships with family and friends. Being involved in clubs and hobby groups or attending events with friends is a great place to start building social wellness. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Here's your Tuesday forecast before we get to Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black. We'll see partly cloudy to start, high around 82, but then showers and thunderstorms develop into the afternoon. Probably linger into the evening hours and maybe see a few for your Wednesday, behind the upper 70s. Our Wellness $1570,000 daily cash giveaway continues. Our next keyword happens at noon today. Of course, you get four times on air and a bonus keyword at our Facebook page. For all the rules and details, go to TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry. And I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called, and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now, as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Minnesota did. And now, I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. According to a recent Barna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program and to take another great step in your child's faith formation, call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 
Right now, Blue Ox Heating and Air is offering a legendary $49 air conditioner tune-up. For $49, a fully trained and certified Blue Ox technician will come to your home and make sure your system is running smooth and efficiently. If your AC unit needs repair, the tune-up fee counts towards the cost. And don't forget to ask about the Blue Ox No Breakdown Guarantee. Log on to GoBlueOx.com for details. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service. Install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And so glad you're joining us. Uh, today, we're just going to talk about like it matters. You know, I have a saying that when you live your life like it matters, it does. It's something I've been saying for years and years and years, and it seems so simple. But there's a lot packed into that little bitty statement. You know, I love nuts. Nuts are called nutrient-dense. Nutrient-dense. That means for that little bitty thing, there's a lot of stuff packed into it. And like it matters. There is so much stuff packed into that. And I truly believe that when you live your life like it matters, it does. And today is we're going to talk because part of this radio show is to get you to thinking. You know, to be a critical thinker. You know, so many people stop thinking. They're told what to think. They're told what to believe. Uh, it's easy, easy believism. It's group think. And since everybody's driven by wanting to be liked and wanting to get along, people subjugate their belief systems to what the world believes so they can fit in, so that they can have a good social standing, so they can have enough followers on Facebook or on LinkedIn or TuneIn or whatever the stuff out there is. Uh, And so we basically lie to people. We basically play the game. We fit in. We want to keep up the Joneses. I remember reading something a long time ago that we're we're spending money we don't have to have stuff we don't need to keep up with people we don't like. (laughs) That is so, so true. And so today I'm getting ready to head out. Uh, I'll be hitting the road about three today. Heading to North Carolina, uh, we have a, a class, a Team 204, which will start Thursday night. Uh, and uh, boy, before I get into class, I always get reflective. I always get reflective because, you know, in order to do my training properly, uh, I've got to go through my training. And so uh, today I'm just going to go a little deep and we're going to talk about uh, that whole point of living your life like it matters. First, I want to share with you, there are six elements of a well-formed outcome. You know, there are, an outcome is a goal. You know, a lot of people don't know what they want. Some people set goals but don't document them, or some people set goals and, and don't follow through on them. But technically, if you're going to set a goal, an outcome, there are six elements uh, that need to be in place in order for it to be well-formed. That doesn't mean you're going to do all six all the time. That doesn't mean there are many situations where we don't set goals that do not have these six elements involved. But if you want to increase the probability, the possibility, the potentiality, if you will, uh, of accomplishing your goal, uh, then they need to have these six elements in them. Number one, you must state your goal positively. Uh, We need to state what we want, not what we don't want. A lot of people get wrapped up in what they don't want. You know, I don't want to be yelled at. I don't want to be dead in marriage. I don't want to be work for a boss that doesn't appreciate me. I don't, I don't, I don't. Now, that's wrong on so many levels. Well, let me tell you the number one reason why it's wrong. Because of something in your unconscious brain called the reticular activating system. RAS, the RAS, the reticular activating system. Uh, it, the RAS does not pick up negative programming. <clears throat> it only affirms. And so when you focus on what you don't want, you actually move in that direction because your reticular activating system doesn't pick up the word don't. So uh, if I was to tell you to close your eyes, please don't do that if you're driving. If you're driving, keep your eyes open, focus on the road. But if you're not driving, if you're a place where it's safe, go ahead and close your eyes and do whatever you want in your mind's eye, but don't picture the Statue of Liberty. Don't think about it. 
Now, you can't stop yourself from thinking about it. You can't stop yourself from having a picture if you if you internally visualize. Some of you don't internally visualize, so you don't see internal pictures about anything. But you were thinking about it. You were aware of it. So your mind is six times faster than you can talk. But more importantly, the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face because we move in the direction we are looking, and we look in the direction we are moving. And so imagine if you were in a larger room, and let's say you you were in a truck, you know, those big convention centers, you can drive vehicles in there. So let's say you're in one of those convention centers, you had your vehicle inside this building, and you were backing up this vehicle, you had, wanted to put it close to a table, but you did not want to hit that table. If you did not want to hit that table, what must you keep in your field of vision at all times? Right, the table. That's exactly how your mind works as well. When you focus on what you don't want, you're actually moving in that direction. Yep, you have moving in that direction. You have actually put yourself going in that direction where you said you didn't want. So all those people focus on, I don't want to be like my dad. I don't want to be like my dad. I don't want to be like my dad, right? What happens? If you've studied enough, that person becomes just like their father. I don't want to be in a dead-end relationship. I don't want to be in de- What do they wind up? They wind up in the same thing. What we focus on with the don't is just as effective as what we do with the do because the don't creates it in order for you not to do something. You must see it. So we need to focus on what we do want. It also helps with the law of attraction. It helps us be clear on where we're moving, what we're doing. It's really important. So what is the outcome that you want? That's the first element of a well-formed outcome. State your goal positively. Number two, put it in context. When, where, and with who do you want this outcome? That's very important because sometimes you don't want something all the time. You know, uh, you know when people come to my training a lot, so, so what do you want? Oh, I want to be happy. All the time? Yep, all the time. Okay, you lose a child in an accident or by a, a, to a terrible situation. Would you be happy? No, well, not all situations. Right. You need to know what your goal is in context. When do you want this? Where do you want this? With whom do you want this? In every relationship, in every situation, what context might my goal not benefit me? This is what I do when I sit down with people to go get. Number three, express your goal, uh, specific sense returns. In other words, make it real. I always tell people in class to look at me. You might not like what I'm saying. You might not like what I'm doing. You might not agree with anything I'm saying. You might not like the way I am saying it. But you cannot disagree with me. I am real. What? Well, you can see me. You can hear me. You can touch me. If you smell me, I smell nice. If you lick my arm, I taste like salt, I'm sure. Don't you get it? Those are things we call real, things we can touch, things we can see, things we can hear. You need to make your goals the same way. And then number four, choose a goal that you can fulfill yourself. It needs to be in your control. If it is dependent on someone else, you cannot control someone else. doesn't mean you have to abandon your goal if it concerns somebody else, but you may have to rethink it and state it in such a way that you play the prime role. Number five, evaluate honestly the effects of achieving your goal. And number six, choose a worthwhile goal. And the whole reason I brought all that up was because with the goal, when you live your life like it matters, it does, it puts you smack dabbling right in the middle of exactly what you want. It's in your control. See, that's what's so cool about that ultimate goal. It's in absolute your control. When you live your life like it matters, it does. The belief itself makes it happen. Because everything we do or do not do is, uh, is driven by our belief systems. And most people don't know what they believe. Or they can give you a list of things they don't believe, of things they don't want. But most people don't truly know what they believe. And a lot of people have been lied to. A lot of people have been told they don't matter. A lot of people have been told they're not intelligent enough. A lot of people have told, and I want you to know today that you have everything you need to live your life like it matters. You have all the smarts in the world. Matter of fact, after break, I'm going to show you that Dr. Howard Gardner identified eight different ways, unique ways that every single human being is smart. And this is important to realize because we are self-fulfilling prophecies. We act as if. We act according to our beliefs. And that's why after the break, I'm also going to go into Dr. Robert Dilt's neurological levels because you got to realize where you place things matters on the neurological level. Are you attaching them to your spirit? Are you attaching them to your identity? Are you attaching them to your values and BS? 
Are you attaching them to your capabilities, behavior, environment? And where you place these things on the neurological level dictates so much. And so today, we're talking about like it matters. Because when you live your life like it matters, it does. But first, you got to believe. Because without a belief system, nothing else happens. So I'm Mr. Black. You are under construction. We'll be back in three minutes. Like It Matters Leadership Awakening changes lives. Listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to Leadership Awakening. It's like no other. You know, people say that you're crazy for running into a burning building, but... You know, the one thing they have in common is adrenaline. You know, from, from go, when Mr. V opened those doors and said, you may enter, it was it was nonstop adrenaline, but it's unlike anything I've ever done. It's pushed me in ways that I never thought I could be pushed. And it was only 48 hours. I spent six yeah. months in fire academy, so. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, learn how to achieve that purpose, and tackle any challenge. Give Mr. Black 48 hours at the next Leadership Awakening class and watch powerful change take place in your life. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Like It Matters. We don't take applicants, only commitment. What would you do if you knew how to invest like the pros? If you could learn the strategies designed to make the right move, whether the market's going up or down, what would you do if you knew the things Online Trading Academy could teach you? Online Trading Academy is a world leader in financial education. We've helped thousands of people just like you become confident, self-directed investors. Whether you're looking to develop skills designed to generate additional income or to grow your retirement savings. OTA can provide you with valuable knowledge that can help you learn to meet your goals. The best time to take control of your financial future is now. So what are you going to do now that you know? Dial pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today we're talking about Like It Matters. It's not just the name of our company. It's not just the name of a radio show, but it truly is the ultimate goal. It's the ultimate goal for when you live your life like it matters, it does. See, we become self-fulfilling prophecies a lot of times. We, Our mind is so powerful. I truly believe it is the last frontier. It is not the bottom of the ocean. It is not the depths of the space and the outer space. It is truly the ability of our mind, and not just our, our conscious mind, but our unconscious mind. Man, it's so powerful. And that's why goal setting, goal getting, all that, there are so many unconscious things that need to take place with the way we feel, with the way we interact, with the way we do things. There's so much going on, not just at the conscious level. There's far less going on at the conscious level than's going on at the unconscious level. We are programmed creatures. 
And once you understand this, that there's massive programming in place that experiences over years and years and years. I mean, right now there's artificial intelligence. There's AI. Its sole purpose is to know. And there are are machines that are are being fed, AI machines that are being fed information 24-7. It affects them. The same thing with us. Where do you think AI learned it from? From us. We are constantly processing. We are constantly taking in data. We are little meaning makers. And that's why if you're truly going to change your life, you must do it the way it's been programmed, the subconscious level, because we've all been programmed. It's called our past. It's called our beliefs. It's called the dogma of our parents and society, all those things. And then we wrap that around our, 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 uh, our desires, our wants, our needs, uh, and every single human being is unique. Forget the fingerprints and the DNA and the uh, the retinal scan with the of uh, the flow of the veins in the back of the eye, the the tongue print, the f- print on your feet and your hands outside of your fingers, all unique to you. But can I tell you what is even more unique to you is the way you process your experiences, the way you put it all together into your map of reality, the way you process your pain, the way you process. Uh, your history, uh, the way you look at the world, all that is unique unto you. It might be similar to other people, but it's not 100% identical. It's different. It's unique based on how you work, how you've been programmed, because no two people are alike, even two people that grew up together. You can take twins that grew up in the same environment, that grew up in the same womb, that then had the same, and yet two of those kids, they turn out totally different. Why? Because we are different creatures, even those of us that have a twin, even those of us that shared the womb with another person. We still have different DNA. We still have different fingerprints. We still have different things, and we still have a different way to process this experience that we call life. Kind of reminds me of a story I heard about an American exec in a Mexican fishing village. Uh, An American investment banker was at the pier of a small coastal Mexican village when a small boat with just one fisherman docked. Inside the small boat were several large yellowfin tuna. The American complimented the Mexican on the quality of his fish and asked how long it took to catch them. The Mexican replied, only a little while. The American then asked why didn't he stay out longer and catch more fish. The Mexican said he had enough to support his family's immediate needs. The American then asked, but what do you do with the rest of your time? The Mexican fisherman said, I sleep late. I fish a little, I play with my children, take siestas with my wife, Maria, stroll into the village each evening where I sip wine and play guitar with my amigos. I have a full and busy life. The American scoffed. I'm a Harvard MBA and could help you. You should spend more time fishing and with the proceeds, buy a bigger boat. With the proceeds from the bigger boat, you can buy several other boats. Eventually, you would have a fleet of fishing boats instead of selling your catch to a middleman You would sell directly to the processor and eventually open your own cannery. You would control the product, processing, distribution. You would need to leave the small coastal fishing village and move to Mexico City, then L.A., and eventually New York City, where you run your expanding enterprise. The Mexican fisherman asked, but how long will all this take? To which the American replied, about 15 to 20 years. But what then? asked the fisherman. The American laughed and said, that's the best part. When the time is right, you would announce an IPO and sell your company stock to the public and become very rich. You would make millions. Millions, says the Mexican fisherman. Then what? The American said, then you would retire. Move to a small coastal fishing village where you would sleep late, fish a little, play with your kids, take siestas with your wife. Stroll to the village in the evenings where you could sip wine and play guitar with your amigos. Yeah, that's my point. Got it? <laughs> Boy, a story I heard a long time ago, and it really made me think most people don't know what they want. See, that, that American was telling that Mexican what to do, and all that Mexican wanted to do was do what he was really doing, enjoying his life. Enjoying his life. Providing for his family having good times with the family, being an available father to his kids, being a good husband and spending time with his wife, going and spending time with his family, enjoying the life that God gave them. You know, so many people I've worked with over life, they they don't know what they want, and then some people think they know what they want. 
They take on their parents' wants. They take on their boss's wants. They take on their friends' wants. You know? So a lot of you want Donald Trump out of the White House. Why? Because everybody else wants him out. But if you look at the economy and look what he's done for our economy, he's done more for our economy, more for those of you who believe in the Bible uh, than anybody else. He does it brashly. Uh, he's a hard man to get along with. But I didn't vote for a friend. I voted for a president, someone that could fix this broken country. We need to start thinking for ourselves. Who are you? What do you want? If today was your last day on this earth, did it matter one bit that you were given the gift of life? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, give the next day, and do it again and again and again? What is your definition of success? This is important. These things called success, called happiness, called love, even like it matters. Those are all called normalizations. A normalization falls into the category of a group of words called generalizations. And the difference between a normalization is that you cannot put it in a wheelbarrow. So you need to know, what does success look like, sound like, feel like to you? What does a good marriage look like, sound like, feel like to you? What does raising good kids look like, sound like, feel like to you? Why do I say that? Because those are things that we call real. If, if you don't make something real, you'll act as if it's not real. We are self-fulfilling creatures, self-fulfilling prophecies. We act as if. If you think something's not possible, that's how you'll act. If you think something is possible, that's how you'll act. If you think you're a screw-up and you're a waste of life, that's how you'll act. If you think you're a mistake, that's how you'll act. Everything we do or do not do is driven by belief, and that's why you got to know who you are. you got to know what you believe. you got to know why you're here. you got to know who you are. These are existential questions. What do they allow? They allow you to live your life like it matters. These are foundational pieces. You know, I wrote my training years ago because a lot of people accept good enough. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F, good enough. Good enough for government work, good enough to get by, good enough that they don't leave and take the kids with them. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F, good enough to get by, good enough for government work. And once you realize you're settling for good enough, then you're willing to settle it. You're willing to do something different. I got this from one of our recent graduates in Sacramento. He says, I said, briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. He says, up until now, the fear of being rejected caused a lack of commitment. And that's like Mr. Black said, I can be good enough at 80%. That was me up until now. Some of us have been blessed a lot. So I love what the Bible says, to he or she who much is given, much more is required. That's the good enough, G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F, good enough. Quit comparing yourself to everybody else. Quit comparing yourself to the guy next to you or the girl next to you. Quit comparing yourself to anybody else. Compare yourself to your potential. Being able to let loose and let down my guard is life-changing. Gaining a little piece of each of my teammates, what their pain was, but also their victory is something I will never forget. That was spectacular. That's what he said. Nobody's immune to the pain and suffering or self-doubt. There's not one person living soul that wouldn't benefit from this awakening, he said. What's this guy excited about now? Now he's not willing to settle for good enough anymore? Himself, his potential. His whole life has been good enough, just going through the motions. But here's the problem. There's so much more readily available. And that's why you got to act as if and believe it. When you live your life like it matters, it does. What do you want so bad that you want to be uncomfortable? What do you want so bad that you want to risk looking like a fool? What do you want so bad? That's key. Whatever the answer to that question is, that's what really matters to you. And let me ask you, how are you applying that? Are you living that? I'm going to tell you right now, if you're like 99.9% of the people I've met out there, you're not. Because we're still stuck in our past. Stuck with limiting belief systems. Stuck with a belief system that was put in place when we were 6 to 10 years old but we're a totally different person. There are not only beliefs that are holding us back, there are traumas and dramas from our past that hold us back. We remember things. 
And other things remind us of other things. And so something might not be totally different, but then it reminds us of something else, and it puts us back when we're six years old or eight years old or ten years old. I've seen it happen thousands of times with people far greater than you and I. And that's why today we're talking about like it matters. Because when you live your life like it matters, it does. It's not just the name of our training company. It's not just the name of the radio show. It's a way to live your life. It's a belief system that when you live your life like it matters, it truly does. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. For 30 years, healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare. What is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? What does it mean for doctors, healthcare insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, can you really keep your doctor? Or can you change the system to keep them in practice? These and a host of other questions are addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, on his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Dr. Trobiani brings 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry. And he'll offer solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 p.m. and hear Dr. Trobiani's insight into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. That's Sustainable Healthcare, Saturdays at 2 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're talking about Like It Matters, because it does. And the key question is, what does it mean? And it can refer to a lot of things. It can refer to your marriage. It can refer to your life. It can refer to your business life. Uh, It can refer to your relationship with God. It uh, It can be whatever you want it to be. But when you live it like it matters, it does. Now, I know there's a lot of vagueness, a lot of generalities, because that's where we live. No one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. In other words... We filter everything through that frame called our map of reality, called our past, called our experiential aquarium. Everything we do is filtered through that past. And so this is where you got to stop and reflect. 
Sometimes we're going to stop and ask ourselves important questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? What, how do I define success? At the end of my day, how will I know if it's been successful? At the end of my life, how will I know if it's been successful? At the end of my day, how will I know if it's a failure? At the end of my life, how will I know if it's a failure? These are important questions, and most people are so busy running around doing 10,000 things that they don't stop to slow down and ask these important questions. And I truly believe that uh, it's the our enemy out there. I heard some years ago, somebody said it. I don't know who said it first, but I've heard it a thousand times since. If the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. He'll make you busy running around checking boxes, running around going from place to place, running around being at everything for your kids, running around doing this, doing this, and then all of a sudden we're at the end of our life and we wonder, whoa, did it one matter one bit that I was given this thing called life, that I was given this gift called life? And we start out by talking about you know six elements of a well-formed outcome because if you're going to live your life like it matters, you should. that's a goal. It's the ultimate goal because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. When you act as if, your life matters, and you live it that way, it does matter. By itself, I mean, the very fact that you believe that and you act accordingly makes it so. But the problem that I run into, and I've been doing what I do for 27 years, you can go to likeitmatters.net to check it out. 27 years, the life-changing human potential field. And one thing I realize is the biggest um, culprits from keeping us from living our life like it matters is our past is a belief system that's in place for years that we're not even fully aware of. It's traumas and dramas, things that we should be delivered from, things that we went through that we were never expected to go through, that we carried our chains of pain from our past into other people's future. You know, that's why I always refer to the story. It's, it's, It's the essence of what I do. And if you've heard the story before, I want you to listen to it as if you're hearing it for the very first time. Story about George Bernard Shaw, the famous writer. Near the end of his life, he was with a group of reporters. And he was asked the simple question, Hey, George, if you could live your life all over again, and this time you could be anybody you wanted to be, who would you be? And he thought about it for a moment. He said, You know what? If I could be anybody I wanted to be and live my life all over again, I would be the George Bernard Shaw that I could have been. And what he was talking about, living to his full potential without the fear, without the doubt, without the limiting belief systems, without chains of pains that we carry from our past into other people's future. That's what we're talking about. But in 27 years of working with people at the level of structure, what I found out is most people are their biggest obstacle. Most people are their biggest block because we're running old programs. You know, we've all been programmed. We have, you know, I don't speak well in public. Uh, I need eight hours of sleep to function at night. Uh, I don't do well in high-pressure situations. Uh, I don't do well with this. Uh, I don't, I can't function this way. Those are what's called belief systems. We take the two E's, experience and exposure, limited as they may be, even as negative as they may be, and we use those to justify everything else. And most of this is done before we're on our own. I was on my own at 16 today. Most people live with their family until they're 35. But anywhere between 16 and 35, you know, we're, we're living in that stuff. And then when we go on our own, we're taking those old belief systems, those old things that we have grown up that were programmed into us, and we're taking them with us. And one thing we got to realize is that we got these programs. And they don't have to be uh, your programming for the rest of your life. Usually abusers begat abusers. Usually molesters begat molesters. Usually alcoholics begat alcoholics. But it doesn't need to be that way. On autopilot, just normal default, yes, they'll normally turn out that way. But we can get out of the passenger seat and get in the driver's seat and start changing our thinking, start challenging our thinking, start becoming critical thinkers. Not Quit being told what to think. Quit with the easy believism. Quit with the group think. Quit letting everybody else tell you what to believe and what to think. Hate Trump. If someone wears a red hat, punch him in the face. Trump's this. Trump. Stop all that. Turn off CNN. Turn off MSNBC. Stop with your negative programming. It's affecting your marriages. It's affecting how you drive your car. It's affecting your physiology. It's affecting your health. And you're being programmed just like you've been before. We're all our programmed creatures. And so what you got to realize is the way we give meaning things matters. 
The way we define things matters. And so that's why we need to take some time, two and a half days, to work on ourselves, work on our thinking, work on our heart, work on our belief systems. I remember the story about a, a man and a son. It was a, one day a rich dad took his son on a trip to a poor village. He wanted to show him how poor someone can be. They spent time on the farm of a poor family. After they left the village, the father asked the son two questions. The first question, did you see how poor they are? And the second question, what did you learn, son? After much pondering and reflection, his son replied, Well, Dad, the way I see it, we have one dog. They had four dogs. We have a pool, but they have rivers. We have lanterns at night. They have stars that light up the sky. We buy our food. They grow their food. We have walls to protect us. They have friends to protect them. After thinking for a while, his son added, Thanks, Dad, for showing me how poor we really are. You know, in Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, there's a scene where Juliet proclaims a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. This may be true. If a rose was called a dandelion, the flower itself would still be the same. We would just know it by a different name. The reference is often used to imply that the names of things do not affect what they really are. In other words, changing the name doesn't change the fact of what it is. But does it? I mean, do we act as if? And remember, a major theme in Romeo and Juliet is the tension between social and family identity, represented by one's name and one's inner identity. Juliet believes that love stems from one's inner identity and that the feud between the Montagues and the Capulets is a product of the outer identity based only on names. She thinks of Romeo in individual terms, and thus her love for him overrides her family's hatred for the Montague name. She says that if Romeo were not called Romeo or Montague, he would still be the same person she loves. What's in a name? But there's a lot of name. I mean, Ravi Zacharias in the book, I think it's called Cultural Relativism and the Emasculation of Truth, said, when you change the meaning of a word, you change the meaning of the world. You don't change anything about a rose by changing its name. But if you change the definition of what it is to be a rose, then you change everything about a rose. A rose by any other name would smell as sweet, but a rose by any other definition would not be a rose. The definition of a thing is the truth for uh, of a thing. For instance, what is defined by one thing is bound to be that one thing and not something else. The definition of what it means to be a cow means a cow cannot also be a tree. And when something loses its definition, it loses its meaning. When we lose the meaning of something, we lose the truth of it. And that's what I'm talking about today. You've got to decide what it means to live your life like it matters. You've got to decide your belief systems. Those things that guide your life. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And yet most of our belief system has been inputted, imprinted. And Dr. Robert Diltz did something called the neurological levels of change. And there are six levels for these belief systems. You have spirit, identity, BS or values, capabilities, behavior and environment. And that's from the top down. Because that's how change takes place. You cannot move from the bottom up and you're not changing anything. You can take an alcoholic out of the lowest form, which is environment, take an alcoholic out of a bar and he's still an alcoholic. But like when AA, when someone finds out that there is a greater power out there, a higher power that they are uh, basically dependent on, they can't do this on their own. That spirit changes spirit, then changes their identity. That I'm an alcoholic, I always struggle as an alcoholic, so I need to be aware of that and not put myself in positions where there's alcohol which affects your, your belief systems and your values, and it changes all the way down. That's why HR 101 says you, when you criticize somebody, an employee, you criticize the behavior, not the person. If you understand the neurological levels, you'll see why. Because it's a lot easier to change who you are. I mean, a lot easier to change what you do than who you are. If my son Christian lied to me and I said, Christian, you're a liar, I took his behavior and attached it to his identity. And then we act as self-fulfilling creatures. And so then we act as if. How does a liar act? But if I tell Christian, Christian, you lied to me, that's not acceptable. You're better than that. 
What I did is I addressed his behavior. I told him it wasn't acceptable. And then I did a backhanded buildup of his identity and told him he was better than that. See, this is why if you can do lasting change, you must know how you work. We are unconscious creatures. The majority of our life is unconscious. 95 to 97% of our life is unconscious. And so if you can do any permanent change, you must do it the way the unconscious brain works. So if you're going to live your life like it matters, then you need to know how your mind works to do that and how to get rid of things from your past, those lies, those limiting belief systems that are not allowing you to be who you are. So I'm Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll be back in three minutes. person to fish and you feed them for a meal teach them to fish and you change their destiny at like it matters radio we teach you how you are made how you create experience and how you can change your world by changing your thinking opioid addiction mental health crisis ptsd the soaring suicide rate political hate and animosity there is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hi, I'm Theo Sandberg with Team Theo at Coldwell Banker Burnett, and I'm so excited to announce our $5,000 listing promise. Go to team-theo.com to learn about how you can save $5,000 today. That's team-theo.com. What would you do if you knew the skills that could help you make the right moves inside the financial markets? Skills designed to help you generate income and build confidence towards your retirement. For more than 20 years, Online Trading Academy has taught thousands just like you how to make better investing decisions. Call us today by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And today, we've been talking about Like It Matters. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we are self-fulfilling prophecies. We act as if. We're all driven by a bunch of BS. And no, I'm not talking about the stuff in Texas. When you get those big old cattle ranches where you're walking along and you step in something, I'm not talking about that type of BS. I'm talking about belief system. And we get so many people that go to this training out there. It's called leadership training. It's not really leadership training. It's management training. Uh, it's technique. It's it's all on the exterior. It's all on the surface. It's uh, uh, do A, B, C, and D. Check those boxes. And then E or F should take place. And there's a place for that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's just not what I do. True leadership training must impact you at a personal level. You lead people. That's the key. You lead people. You manage things. 
And so if you're in the people business, you're leading people, you are a people, you sell to people, you buy from people, you are a people, all that stuff matters because you're dealing with people. But the key is you got to know how people work. You got to know how people work. If you're in the car business, you know cars. If you're in the computer business, you know computers. If you're in the real estate business, you know real estate. But we all got to get this. We're all in the people business because no matter how successful in this world your day has been or not been, you go to sleep with yourself. I don't care how pretty the person you share your bed with, when you close your eyes, you sleep with yourself. And in the quiet of your mind's eye, do you like the company you keep? When you close your mind, it's absolutely silent around you and dark around you. Are you living your life in a way that makes you feel good, that makes you feel proud, that makes those that you care about happy? And a lot of people, the answer to those things are no. That's why we self-medicate. We use drugs or alcohol or promiscuity, sex, uh, uh, the gym. Some of us self-medicate with God. You know, we all self-medicate because we don't like the company we keep in the quiet times. And so what I like to do is take people out of the passenger seat and put them in the driver's seat to show you that you have far more control than you realize. You have more access to more tools and more weapons, whatever you want to call them, to be the person that you want to be. But first, you got to know how you work. You got to know Dr. Dilt's uh, levels uh, of uh, neurology. There's the spirit, there's the identity, there's the BS and values, there's the capabilities, there's the behavior, there's the environment. It's a hierarchy. And change doesn't take place from the bottom down. You can change your environment. That's not going to change the person. Uh, if I Every time I see you, I punch you, and I decide I'm not going to punch you anymore. So now when I see you, I stop punching you. Two things are going to happen. Number one, every time I move quick, you're still going to flinch because you have history with me. And number two, just because I stop punching you doesn't change who I am. Doesn't change my spirit. Didn't mean I found God. Didn't mean I want to be a good person. Maybe you threatened me with a lawsuit. Maybe uh, my little boy was bullied and was hit by somebody, and so I, I felt bad for him. I don't want to hit other people because I don't want him to be hit. Doesn't change who I am just by changing my behavior. You see, environments at the bottom, behaviors right above it, capabilities right above that, BS and values right above that, identity right above that, and then spirit is right above that. Change takes place from the top down. If you want to, to deal with your identity, though, you must go to the level above it. And this is something I learned years ago from Albert Einstein. You know, Albert Einstein, one of his most famous quotes, and there's still a question whether he actually even said or not. But he said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That one makes sense. But there's another one that he said for years that I never really understood until I learned the neurological levels. And he said, you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. And until I met Dr. Robert Dilt's neurological levels, that made no sense to me. But now I get that change takes place from the top down. In order to change one level, you must start with the level above it. And so for the longest time in NLP, uh, they stopped at five levels. Environment was the bottom level, the behavior above that, and capabilities above that, then belief systems and values above that, then identity was the top one. But the problem is I deal with a lot of people that don't know who they are. I deal with a lot of people that lack purpose. And the reason they lack purpose is because they lack identity. They don't know who they are. So I love in the, the Bible and Paul, most of his uh, epistles were written where I, Paul, he would define himself right at the beginning, an apostle of Jesus Christ. He would set out right off the bat, define himself right off the bat so everything else was secondary to that identity. Why? Because he walked for three and a half years in the Arabian desert with Jesus. And so he got that by who he spent time with in the spirit realm. And so it's so powerful when you know these things. That's why the old saying is you criticize the behavior, not the person. Because if someone needs to make some change, it's a lot easier to change what they're doing than who they are. But a lot of people equate what they're doing to who they are. And that's not the same. It's not the same. You've got to be able to separate the two out. And you've got to be able to clean up some of the hurt, some of the pain, some of the traumas, some of the dramas from the past. Because that's what we do. We take a lot of those hurts, the dramas, the pains from the past, 
and we let them define us. Define so much by our past. And we have belief systems based on our past, what we've been through and what other people have been through. And they start becoming just normal ways of doing things. So I love the story, uh, Dust If You Must. Uh, it goes like this. A house becomes a home when you can write I love you on the furniture. I can't tell you how many countless hours I've spent cleaning. I used to spend at least eight hours every weekend making sure things were just perfect in case someone came over. Then I realized one day that no one came over. They were all out living life and having fun. Now when people visit, I find no need to explain the condition of my home. They are more interested in hearing about the things I've done, I've been doing, while I was away living life and having fun. If you haven't quite figured this out yet, please heed this advice. Life is short, so enjoy it. Dust if you must, but wouldn't it be better to paint a picture, write a letter, bake a cake, or plant a seed, or even ponder the difference between want and need? Dust if you must, but there's not much time, with rivers to swim and mountains to climb, music to hear and books to read, friends to cherish and life to lead. Dust if you must. But the world's out there with the sun in your eyes, the wind in your hair, a flutter of snow, a shower of rain. This day will not come around again. Dust if you must, but bear in mind, old age will come and it's not kind. And when you go, and go you must, you yourself will make more dust. It's not what you gather, but what you scatter that tells what kind of life you've lived. And remember, a layer of dust protects the wood beneath it. I don't know who wrote that, but I read that years ago, and it's so true. And I see a lot of people that are wrapped up in the cleanliness of their home. Why? Because that's how they were brought up. A lot of us don't get this. We are, there's two driving forces in life, neurosocial conditioning. There's a desire for pleasure and the avoidance of pain. In other words, we're either moving towards something or moving away from something. And our first role models, whether they be good role models or poor role models, are our parents. And some of us have great parents. And we're moving in the direction we want to be just like our parents. But some of us had parents who were struggling, who still hadn't figured out, who still had their own issues to deal with. And so because of that, they weren't the most attentive, the most high-qualified, high-caring parents, if you will. But I'm going to tell you right now, they did the most with what they had. They did the best with what they had. But now a lot of us are the product of that. We're the product of our parents and their belief systems that become our belief systems. And some of you resist them at all costs because you don't like your parents or you're moving away from it. Some of you cherish them at all costs because you want to honor and respect your parents. But you've got to realize you're your own person. You've got to define your own life for yourself. And I'm going to tell you right now, based on my experience of 27 years and 1,500 at least people, uh, uh, classes, I should say, 1,500 classes I've been through, that people are in one category or the other. They're still being defined by their childhood. They're still dealing with old belief systems that have been in place since they've been six or eight years old. When was the last time you went to a training that taught you to re-examine your beliefs? When was the last time you went to a training that taught you how to stand, that taught you how to breathe? Basic things that any child needs to learn. But the problem is a lot of us have learned some things from our past that aren't serving us well. We've had trauma and drama. We've had things happen to us, things done to us. We keep a record wrong. We keep a pound of flesh, and it's hurting us. It's time to become the person we were created to be. It's time to live and examine life. It's time to take a look at the good and the bad. And the good stuff, let's keep. It's part of our heritage. The bad stuff, let's learn from it. It still happened. It doesn't go away. But we can take that trauma and drama and learn from it and do better tomorrow. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you become the person you were created to be. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. In Minnesota, you can take 10,000 different routes to adventure. One path leads you to bluff country biking and world-class hiking trails. Head in a different direction and explore modern art and a historic brewery. Navigate by boat to a lakeside restaurant or cruise downriver with friends on a paddleboard. 
No matter which route you take, from star-studded concerts to camping under the stars, you're destined to find your true north. Only in Minnesota. Visit exploreminnesota.com. You work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Business 1440 brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities' own online trading academy. Investing for success and the King Banyan Show. Get real-time market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving. Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.